Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, to cut or not to cut Brian Mattis. The Orioles are still in first place. We will talk about what the Orioles need to do to stay in first place. And Odor, this weekend, lived out every Orioles fan and probably every Orioles player's fantasy. And we will talk about all that and more on this edition of Section 336. Section336.com Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) boys and girls, Baltimore sports sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk, and frankly, Baltimore's best sports podcast, even still. I am your endearly studying host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the zany Burt Rode. Everyone's favorite. No, just kidding. We have an audience in the background, and that cheers every time (laughs) Burt says something. Yeah, I tried to look sharp for the uh, YouTube cameras tonight, so I hope everyone's watching live. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of that not. Yeah, thank you. And we're also joined by the button lover, Josh Roca. Well, what do you call it when a, when a bunch of fans kind of clear the path for a new industry and all the uh, big guys come in to try to take it over? Uh, What? I don't know. Besides Baltimore Sports Podcast. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I, you, do you know what it is? We are. Know, that was like four different words you just said. We there. are. Um, sorry, I'm about to mention a, a Meg Ryan reference. So I get excited. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're the little bookshop. We're the little bookshop around the corner, and the evil Fox mm. Books is coming in to try to wipe out uh, mm. the the little um, books around the corner. Yeah. The shop around the corner, and and you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do what Meg Ryan did. We're gonna go to the mattresses. We're gonna go to the mattresses. We're gonna sleep with Steve Molesky. We're also joined by the intern. Say hi, intern. He's waving. Does he not have a mic out there? His, his mic, his mic is right there. It is turned on. Fifty percent of the time, my mic is always off. So I just figured wave would be nice. No, fifty percent. <laughs> your mouth opens and nothing comes out. <laughs> the intern gave us a good wave to acknowledge he is here. Because sometimes he's well, he well he's here and 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 he said hi, so we acknowledge him. It's especially good that we get him because we did switch to a Wednesday night, and normally if we switch nights on him, he's like, forget it, I'm not coming. Right. Yeah, and and he doesn't tell us. <laughs> if he says forget it, I'm not coming. That's one thing he just doesn't tell us. So it's always good to get the surprise visit from the intern. It's always a surprise. Though I got the intern to play softball with me on Sunday, so that was fun. How'd he do? I don't remember. He did well. How'd you do, intern? I've turn his mic on, Josh. It's on. I went four for five. Yeah, no, no, who cares about the four for fives? Can you share some of the jokes that you threw out there in the outfield? Because you were 
You were witty in turn. You were bringing the jokes. I did. So uh, <laughs> there was a ball that went fall. I just shut off his mic. Oh, you, come on. You don't want to hear the joke just, again. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's funny. I wasn't there. It's funny. Burr wasn't there. It the wasn't funny. The listeners, listeners weren't, weren't there. there. He went to the same joke multiple times, I believe. No, I said I said that joke only once. I, I have not heard it, intern. I would like to hear it. But uh, I watched it. I watched it go out, and then I yelled. I was like, is that a duck? Because that looked a little foul. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> It got the uh, it got the old chirps. I let Brooks sleep, but I don't need to worry about a concussion. <laughs> yeah, we're doing I mean, the podcast right now, but I, I can funny, answer your but... question. Uh, He's got, like, the girls were on the trampoline. The girls were on the trampoline and they hit each other uh, heads together. Shocking! Well, she, there's an injury she, on a trampoline. Right. Well, she, well, let's throw this out to the audience. Yeah. Hashtag to sleep or not to sleep. Uh, if you have concussions, she, she'll be fine. No, I'm confused. Is this Brooke Robin Stroka or Brooks Robinson? Because today is his birthday, is it not? Right, if uh, if Brooks Robinson hits his head, you want to be very cautious because he's an old man. <laughs> so, so Let her sleep. Yeah. Uh, but th- well, how about we start there? Brooks Robinson's birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, the big 7-9, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. If you say, if you say so. All right. Uh, Brooks Robinson. He's a special guy. I know Josh and I had a chance to 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 meet him on one occasion. Uh, yeah, of course we are a little too young to 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 see him play. Uh, we we don't have pops in here to to tell us about all the memories. We'll be here soon enough. Oh geez, uh, <laughs> but but Books Robinson is is a great a great Oriole. I I mean you can't help but draw the comparisons when you watch Manny Machado play. Certainly, and if there's I know a lot of talk about Manny Machado re re signing and stuff. Uh, but if you want to convince Manny Machado to to re sign. Just look at the way that Brooks Robinson is talked about and treated in the city of Baltimore. Like this is how you spend your career with the Orioles. You're going to be treated like a like a king. I mean, we we love our own. We love people who stick with the team, like mm-hmm. like uh, Brooks Robinson has. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this in in the in Rock's blog today. He had a nice story, uh, and and maybe they put us on the radio. I don't know, but a nice interview with uh, Buck Showalter talking about Brooks Robinson. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and he shares a story about how he was. I think he was searching for a house when he first was moving to Baltimore when he first took the job, and there was Brooks Robinson in the neighborhood, like wa- walking with his wife just down the street. So he pulls over because he recognizes Brooks Robinson. Which, by the way, is cool that Buck Showalter, even before he started started managing here, well, would recognize an old Brooks Robinson. Well, street. But old Brooks Robinson is pretty defined looking. He is. He doesn't. He he can't really blend in. You're right. He he has a unique look to him. Uh, and so he pulls the car over. Uh, and starts talking with um, Brooks Robinson. Starts to rain, and so he's like, uh, and so Brooks Robinson's wife is like, you know, we should go in. It's starting to rain hard, and Brooks like, no, I want to talk baseball with Buck. And so <laughs> Buck feels bad because he's he's in his car. So Buck gets out of his car, and they're standing out like in the pouring rain, just having a conversation about baseball. Why didn't he Buck invite Joe Walter and Brooks, Brooks into the car? You don't so get they, a stranger's car, Josh. That's just weird. I guess that's a uh, that's a silver alert, right? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sure. Uh, but uh, uh, that's a pretty cool thing. And 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 Buck Showalter mentioned this in his story, and, and we know this from from having met him one time. Very just, unassuming, approachable guy. Like not not just like an, an everyday dude. Right. Uh, you you want to know that he's won five hundred gold, gold gloves. He's just a very very cool guy. Yeah. So. Enshrined in Cooperstown, he's got yeah. two statues, statues outside Camden Yards, or one outside. One, one outside. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You got to be really good to have one inside and outside. Yeah. All right. Well, happy birthday to the old guy. Happy birthday. The human vacuum cleaner. Absolutely. Best third baseman in baseball history. Namesake of Josh's middle child. Absolutely. Yeah. The one who's now got a concussion. Apparently. Possible. Alleged. But you know what? That's why you got to stay off them trampolines, man. That still trampoline injury isn't as bad as the Orioles beating took yesterday. They took yesterday. Nice transition. Well, I was going to take the beating in a different route okay. and, and talk about uh, – Trumbo just crushing that ball? No, I was going to uh, – that'll, that'll give you a concussion. No, I was talking about a, a, a shot to the face of oh, a concussion. He's talking, he talking about uh, – A guy I'm, who will never have a statue at Camden Yards, <laughs> Jose Bautista, got punched – Now, let me ask you guys a question. How many times – did you watch the either the GIF or the video of mm. of uh, Odor punching Joey Bats in the chin, square in the chin, a solid jab? How many times did you guys watch that video? Over or under a hundred? Over, uh, yeah, over a hundred. And yeah. and I and I still I still smile every time I watch it. You can pull it up now, and I'll laugh at it. Well, it, what it happened on Sunday? Yeah, today's Wednesday. I I've watched it at least three times today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at some point, on. like on Sunday, it was literally like. 20 tweets straight of either a meme or the video uh-huh. or the meme with a crying Jordan face. But there was like 20 straight things of pictures right. or gifts of the incident. And I, I was thinking about this. If, the, you, if you're uh, So it happened down in Texas. Can, is it fast enough? Can they, by August, whenever, they're, whenever they've got a bobble, their next bobblehead night, can they do an Oder Batista bobblehead? <laughs> I think it'd be in poor taste. They wouldn't actually do that as brilliant as that would be can somebody make it privately and i will buy one as well as a million other people well in, in poor taste that's i think the fascinating thing about this whole story you have a couple things here first of all we all agree brawling when benches leave and brawl like, this makes baseball better can we all agree with that i love it this yeah. is great i've loved I it will, since i was a kid one of the and, first and, things and, i did is went to youtube and, and searched best brawls because i was just right. in the mood mm-hmm. for some guys but, but see around. we haven't had a good brawl in many years yeah. normally the bench is clear and they all just go out and talk and stare at each other yeah. right and even when there's a fight like i think either like guys like are like hugging or groping each other or like i always think armando benitez after he hit tino martinez just like wild swing right right, right. uh or, or like just shoving and like wrestling each other like, down. Right. Like what's the what was before this? What was the last best like last good brawl? Had the, was was it like the Yankees when uh there was the classic where Pedro Martinez where, tossed Don Zimmer. Yeah, where Zimmer went down. Yeah, but even that, was that, a, that was like Zimmer doing a bull rush, and right. and, and Martinez just like kind of pushed him down. Yeah, right. But it, it was wasn't great. Like a it was, punch. It was great. It was right. great. But you see right. that big man go down. You don't see. You don't see the pullback. You, you full don't see punch. a legit punch. It's, it's just a bunch of guys like holding him, wrestling each other. It's yeah. weird. No. That has to be one of the best connected and, punches in yeah. in baseball and, balls and ever. I'm very thankful it happened in today's day where we have these HD videos and can slow it down. Great shots of it. And and we can clearly see it wasn't a sucker punch. Batista well, Batista was pulling back too. No, I would say I, the only reason I would call it a sucker punch is just because, like we said before, you have brawls all the time. No one ever really punches though. You're just supposed to grapple. Yeah. And so who's going to see a punch coming when you're just supposed to hug each other and yell? But uh, Odor, good for him. He got well, so he got eight days. Yeah, well yeah. worth it. Yeah. yeah, when you're as big a jerk as Batista, he should be expecting it. So you can't behave like that and not expect to get punched in the face now and then. It's true. He's he's uh, both both on the baseball field and off the baseball yeah. field. Yeah, he's an idiot. And I I like you know he gets interviewed after the game and says something along the lines like I guess it takes a bigger man to knock me down, dude. 
you got punched square in the face by a guy you, a foot shorter than you right. your face is swollen your whole cheek is bruised and swollen after the game Odor has no marks on him you're losing your hair put on a baseball cap in your post game shows it's not a good look look and see your bald spot yeah. in your big ears flapping around well you know what's been interesting about the feedback is you would think like here's this guy punching another baseball player usually the bash the, the the bash lash for Odor would have been like Odor, what are you doing punching right. another guy? And all the players would come out saying, you "Yeah, mean, you're right," and saying it's not appropriate. Yeah, like you can't have guys game. punching other guys on the baseball field, but that's not been the reaction at all. Mm-mm. Everyone's coming out like loving Odor. They're making freaking special drinks out out of him. All of Baltimore's going crazy. You know, Chris Davis and other Orioles players watched that as many times as the mm-hmm. fans did, saying, "Man, I wish I could have been the guy to take that shot right. on on uh, Batista." I'm, I'm he, sure he is, he's well hated in the league. How do you, I'm sure after yesterday's beating, that's how the Orioles got pumped up for today's game. Buck brought in a big projector and re- and just put it on a loop. Yeah, it it couldn't have happened. Couldn't have happened to a worse guy. Yeah, because there's a lot of like uh, Ortiz. We we went down the list of enemies where your behavior will catch up with you. Yeah, our jerkwad list. Yeah, and, episode uh, one fifty eight. Check it out. It caught up with him. I wouldn't say any of the players on our team have the reputation that deserves to get punched in the face. No, no, no none of them have done anything yet. Manny Machado. That we maybe be the closest, maybe the closest, but he's nowhere near the level of no, Batista no, when not it comes at all. to no, being a butthole. Not not where unanimously. All of every reporter, every fan, every ball player agrees he should have been punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the and it wasn't just because the slide. I mean, the slide was was and it, it was not a legal slide based on the, the, the sure numbers. right. And that and that's but, why he got his one day suspension. Yeah, fine. But if like if any other baseball player made that same slide, it would have been nothing. It would have been they would have reviewed it maybe, but a fight would not have broken out. The only reason there was a fight is because it was Joey Bat. Well, I think uh, didn't we get a little bit of that last year when uh, I, I want to say Andino, but I mean Scope when Scope got taken out with a slide. I think there was a little bit of yelling, a little bit of right, little bit of something, right? But it wasn't with, with but, a bad slide. But that slide was a lot harder than the slide Batista made. Batista wasn't an egregious no, slide. No, but he but he went he clearly went through the bag for no reason. Had his cleats up. What? But two years ago, no one would have looked twice. Even a year ago, no one looked twice. Right, at the right. But, well, that's but, the way but they that's had, the thing is you got to pay attention. Rules change. They address the rule so that you can't just overslide second base right. anymore. It's a straight rule. If you watch the Orioles, the Orioles have changed the way they do second base. And when you slide into second base now as an Oriole, your hands are up like you're on a roller coaster. Yeah. And uh, that's new because you are adjusting to the rules. What do you think about the Blue Jays' defense in this whole situation and they're saying – uh, you waited to the last yeah. at bat of the last game of the time we're going to face each other this year. Do you think that's the wussy way out? Like the Ra- if the Rangers wanted to start a fight with Batista, they should have started it in Game One. Why did they wait till Game Six? Because you do it in Game One, and then you you finish and it's done. Right. Well, that's when that's when he did the slide. Has he slid like that into second base every game? I mean, it was a response to the slide. It right. Wasn't, it, it was wasn't a response. A, it was a well. It was a response to being hit by the pitch, putting him on first base, which then caused him to slide into second. And base. then after that, they also hit Prince Fielder the right. the next sure. inning. Well, Prince, yeah, the Rangers were going to get uh, retaliated against for that. Prince Fielder took the pitch and just smiled, and laughed, yeah. and w- took his base, yeah. So, but 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 the problem is when waiting till the last minute, and I, I don't blame the Rangers for waiting till the last minute. You don't, whatever. No, I don't care. But the problem is, when you wait till the last minute, this means it's not over. It's postseason time. And they don't they play again. It. They don't play again in the regular season. Yeah. So you root. This is the only scenario in which I root for the Blue Jays 
to make the postseason if you have another rematch with the Rangers. I think I think I'd rather them just not make the playoffs, and I I would get more enjoyment out of that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But this is good for baseball. It's exciting. It's good to see. I mean, there's so much about players respecting other players and players being friends in the offseason, working out in the offseason. Mm-hmm. It's still good to see just hatred from one another. Yeah. I like to see that in sports. This is what is making baseball great again. <laughs> right. It's not Bryce Absolutely. Harper. It's it's Odor. Absolutely. And baseball is doing those suspensions like this is a problem. They should be giving them bonuses because <laughs> more people watch SportsCenter that night to see that Wait. or went on to MLB.com to watch that highlight, even though right. I was searching, couldn't find it on MLB.com and go somewhere else, but whatever. Um, it wasn't on my MLB at, at bat app. Uh, that highlight was missing for some reason. Don't know why. Uh, but but it's good for baseball. It's good. It's good, yeah. I want the Orioles to get involved in a brawl. See, I was going to say the exact opposite, though. I, I think it is good for baseball, but I'm perfectly fine with it not happening to my team. Because yeah. you don't want yeah, don't want I don't want injuries. To get hurt. I don't want suspensions. And it's just it's not but a see, good look. It's not a good look. But see, I, I got a way that we can do it. It's a good look for the Rangers. Yeah, but not for us. Here's how you do it. I, if we Depends who you're fighting. If we had a punch one of our guys in the face and then they start a back and forth thing, it's not a good look. It's it's not. But, but see, it's we, fun, but we've got Toronto coming to town. We happen to have a guy on our bench that we don't use eight days. So we could get him. He could take the punch, miss eight days, and it's not like he's going to really miss anything anyway. You think Kim could lay a punch? I'm not sure. He can't even hit past the infield. I'm yeah, not he sure. doesn't even have the power arm. I can't. Doesn't he know kung fu? That's just racist. That is racist, Josh. You can't say that. But probably true. Waka, intern, waka. intern, bleep that out in the in the, in, the, in the post show. Intern's actually awake this week. Yeah. He's, when he edit when he goes back and edits the show, he's he's gonna bleep that part out. Should teach him how to edit. He's too busy catching all of our mistakes so far. Oh yeah, he's writing down frantically all the dumb stuff we're saying. Fun facts. Yeah. All right. Enough of extracurricular activity. Let's get to the actual play on the field. The Orioles are playing good baseball despite yesterday. We're recording this on, right. on, on Wednesday. We're just going to say Mon- Monday's a fluke. Tuesday's a fluke. Tuesday's Tuesday, a fluke. They crap the bed. We are we are a quarter of the way through the season now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Orioles have been in first place for all but one day. Yeah. We're doing this thing where it's technically we got kind of the same uh, record and loss. Column, the rainouts are helping us but out. But the percentages, by the percentage, yeah. we, 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 we got the lead. I mean, I'll take percentages are how it's it's the numbers yeah so a lot of things are going right for the Orioles something that's not going right for the Orioles and I want to get your get your guys thoughts on this okay is uh Brian Mattis oh yeah he's uh he's having a hard time he's struggling as they say well yeah I think struggling is one way to put it uh and and ERA of 12 mm. uh he's only thrown in six innings but he's given up 11 hits eight runs in six innings uh um, I, all those earned runs, seven walks in 12 innings. The opponents are hitting a batting average of 407 wow. against them. I, he has one strikeout, I saw. Yeah, I, I read, one strikeout. I read today that he would have to pitch the next 18 innings scoreless to get his ERA back to where it was this time last year. Yeah, He's given it three times as many home runs than he has strikeouts. It's, and it seems bad. to be against batters that he's brought in to face to face these guys specifically yeah, it's or the ones who are crushing it off the, the lefty specialist right right role is not going so well um where's tj mcfarland right now he Norfolk? he is yeah he's had two starts he's pitched like 17 innings 16 or 17 innings something like that mm-hmm. i guess 17 would be a lot for two starts probably 16 innings and he's given up like two runs he's pitching really well down in norfolk do you think uh they rushed bringing mattis up 
I don't think they had much of a of a choice. I think I mean when he's in, unless they did the pothole scenario. His Norfolk numbers weren't very good, were they? No, no. But did they he have always any say, good Norfolk outings? I'm not sure. I mean, that's the Brian Mattis apologist. Yeah, he he had a bad outing, I think, in Bowie or something, and then he went down to Frederick and had a really good outing. Um, so it was a, a bit of a mixed bag, but it's, it's really hard to tell. Um, but he did have a really bad ad- outing for Bowie where he couldn't find the strike zone, but then he looked better at Frederick. But Frederick. Frederick is single A. Right, but we're th- – yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's baseball. It's baseball, but it's you're facing single A rather than a left a lefty with the with the runners on base. Yeah. I mean, and he's and uh, the lefties are batting 455 off him this year, 455. That's not very good for lefty specialist when they're hitting almost No, that, that kind of removes the specialist. But Brian Mattis is different than maybe like a Joey Rickard who recently has, has, has been struggling in that Brian Mattis uh, has a track record, has proven he can get lefties out on a relatively consistent basis. So Brian Mattis has a couple things going for him in this scenario. Here is, here is the case against cutting Brian Mattis. Here's what Brian Mattis has going for him. A track record where he's shown he can consi- consistently for the last several years get lefties out. Uh, specifically, key lefties in your division, uh, like David Ortiz. Maybe overweight DH-only guys Yeah, who have a uh, tendency to break telephones. He who, also Who's ha- having his best year of his career. He also, Brian Mattis, who's not having the best year of career, what he also has going for him is the Orioles, the only other lefty in the bullpen is Zach Britton, who's not going to be pitching to any lefties in the 6th, 7th inning. No. Uh, what he also has going for him is I think he's scheduled to make something three-point-something million dollars wow where if he's cut the Orioles will eat that three point something million dollars mm-hmm. uh so he's got those three things going for him the, the the track record the lack of other options for the Orioles at a lefty specialist uh because tj mcfarland is not a lefty specialist and then the the fact that he's making a lot of money those three things are the reasons he's still on the baseball team but but should he still be on the baseball team when we're at a bullpen that doesn't have um doesn't have the flexibility to send guys up and down. That we've got a team now where the only guy with options in your bullpen is Givens. Can you really afford to hide this guy who sucks, waiting for him to get better? Uh, I think you can with the way that Bundy's pitching. Uh, and the fact that we're talking about seven games Brian Maz has pitched in. Seven games. Not not half the season, not 20 games. We're talking about seven games. Sure. Really bad games. Atrocious games. But a guy with a track record who's struggled in seven games. Are you ready to kind of throw away the track record and just give, give, give up on him after seven games? Seems a bit premature. And there is no – it's not like we're overusing the bullpen. I mean, our starters have done yeah, – not kind of yesterday. Our starters have done really well. Surprisingly well. Yeah. 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 And, and so there hasn't been – there's not a huge need at this point for another bullpen arm. It's not like we're panicking. So at this point, Except, I think you can get away with it. All right. So we're going to hide Brian Mattis. Yeah. So now we have no lefties in the bullpen except for Zach Britton. Right. If we would cut Brian Mattis, we'd be in the same situation. Well, if we cut him, we bring up TJ McFarland, who's pitching great at Norfolk. Yeah, but you're not going to put TJ McFarland in key situations, even against lefties. Why not? When he's pitching well, because he, he's not good. What was Tuesday night? Was that a key situation? We were down two nothing when he came in, three nothing. We were was we were down nothing? we were down two nothing with with two guys on. And he gave up a three-run homer to Kyle Seeger, yeah. the first batter that he faced. I mean, that's a situation where he's trying to keep us in the ball game, and he just with him with one pitch, one at bat, put us essentially I mean, out of the ball game. Right? You're saying we don't want McFarlane in that role. He, McFarlane's not worse than than 
Mattis right now he's a lot better. Yeah, but his track, but uh, Mattis has a better track record than McFarland does. Yeah, yeah, Jim Johnson had a great track record too. Where he, where's he at now? Okay, so it's seven games. We're ready to call Brian Mattis Jim Johnson. S- send him no, to the Cubs. Send, it's send a him hot, to the Cubs. It's a hot take right now because emotions are high. He he put us out of reach of winning that game last on Tuesday night, and none of his appearances, like you said, the last seven or whatever it's been, have been basically atrocious. There, they all been bad. There's been all of them. There's been nothing in 2016 to look at. Seven at, games and yes. Something's off. And his rehabs, there's been nothing to look at to give you anything positive this year for Brian Mattis. Okay. Something's off, and they got to do something about getting him right. I'm, and that's not my job. But Bucks was saying in a post-game interview after the Tuesday night game that he's he's struggling, he's got, he's got some things to work out, but they're going to be riding him through it. Maybe some therapy. Pitchers are weird. Pitchers are weird, man. Well, I'm, I'm just glad – Josh doesn't run the team. Who's ready to throw a guy into the bus after seven games? Ready to when there's when there's him. better options, I have no. You problem. do not know that T.J. McFarland's going to be a better option. But he just said there's not any options. All right, right? Yeah. So we, they're essentially, but the the contractual option is not there. So the reality option how, how, is not there. Right. How does it work? Without a pothole, if we want to send Brian Mattis to Norfolk, yeah. Does he just have to agree to go? Does well, he still have to go through waivers? He does. So what the Orioles could do, the Orioles, and this is possible, the Orioles would set him through waivers. Then they would pray that, for, for another team to sign him. So then they're all, so they're, they would take the $3 million, mm-hmm. the three-plus million, dollars, which I think the Orioles would take right now. Right, right. So then as the Orioles, why don't you do that? Because at this point, Brian Madison's numbers, there's no way anyone picks him up if right. they three. Which means you does. get which means you get him in Norfolk. You can't you still can't get him in Norfolk. He has too much ma- major league time. He would have to then, after clear through waivers, he would have to then consent to being sent to to, to the minors. Right. A la Hyun Soo Kim. Mm-hmm. He would refuse. He would refuse. And so, then he they would say, Okay, now you're cut, you get the three point you, right. three and a half now million you dollars. Can sign somewhere and you can else sign for somewhere half a else for half a million. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what, what I think that's how they'll play out if they, if they tried to cut him. All right. And then he goes to the Cubs and becomes a superstar. So who, <laughs> that's how the story ends. That's, that's exactly why we're not letting him right. go because that is what would happen. So after this podcast, who wants to go up to Camden Yards with me and help dig some potholes? <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to do that because then you know the wrong. We'd end up putting the wrong guy. <laughs> right, we'd have to have signs. Careful pothole, unless you're Brian Mattis. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Mattis, leave, this uh, way. Leave a note. Yeah, outside his locker. Free candy for Brian Mattis. Follow the arrows. <laughs> right. <laughs> you think that would work? Uh, what sure. do you think Brian Madison's favorite candy is? Oh, let's save that for the ball bag. Ball bag question. Ball bag question. Brian right. Madison's favorite I'll, candy. I'll add it to the ball bag. I've got a ball bag question for the end of the show, too. Someone's put in the chat room. So remind me when we get to the ball bag. That's good. All right. So we got Brian Madison struggling. Let's get one more struggling because there's a lot of guys who are playing well. Adam Jones, we talked about him last week, struggling. I think like he's back. Yeah, one day I looked at his average. I think last week we were talking, it was like 190. Mm-hmm. Then you blink and it's 250. Like, what? What's this? Four home runs last week. Is that right? Is it, did he hit four? I believe it was, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, and that, it was last Tuesday night on this very show where you guys started saying, uh, I, I don't know if he makes the all-star team or he's a starter, but I'll tell you, and I told you last week, he's he's a, he is a lock to start in the all-star game. A lock. He is not making the start. I will repeat game. myself. It's a lock. Put it on the board. He doesn't See, he used to be a lock because he used to be the Orioles rep. Now we got Machado. He's a lock. Machado's a lock. I'm telling you. Jones is not. Well, we we we, we Actually, don't need Machado the reps is anymore. Not a lock because of Altuve, Alves or whatever his name is, Altuve. Huh? Huh? 
The guy in Houston. Atuve? Yeah. He's he, a second baseman. Yeah, he doesn't play third. I thought he's short. a shortstop. No, and, and Machado is on the ba- ba- the ballot as a third baseman, right? Right. His competition is right. Josh Donaldson. Because that came out when he was All still right. third base. Well, yeah, Josh Josh Donaldson. Maybe right. an Adrian Beltre to get some votes in there, too. Yeah. Because it's a popular contest. Or is, what, uh, even if Adam Jones struggles for the next six weeks, Moustakis, he's still got a lot to start. Or Moustakis might be his uh, – isn't that the third baseman for the Moose, Royals? Yeah. Because yeah. they always get uh, – He's, he's get clutch. He's a clutch guy. Well, and it's the Royal fans. They always get their guys. Yeah, what did they – last year they had all nine starters for a while there. Eight of the nine starters were uh, top vote getters. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah the Royals. But they're, they're having a bad year, so that they probably won't get that way this year. Hey, this while we transition – this will be a good time to say that next Tuesday night, oh yeah, we are at Buffalo Wild Wings in our hometown in Annapolis at six six to eight, doing a little pre-show, and then the game starts at eight o'clock. Yeah, eight ten. Wait, we're there six thirty to eight thirty. Sorry, six thirty to eight thirty. Game starts at eight, so we'll do a pre-show. We'll do some giveaways. We'll have a lot of fun, and the first person to tweet at section three three six show and say you will be at Annapolis. Gets a $25 gift certificate to Buffalo Wild Wings. You can use that night. You have to tweet at the show that you'll be there and then come up to us next Tuesday and get your prize. Yeah, tweet and show up. It's a yeah. two-part it's deal. A, it's a two-part. You got you to gotta come that night for me to hand it to you. It's essentially a free dinner, so it, you'd be silly not to come. Right. Yeah. But anyway, Buffalo Wild Wings, Annapolis, this Tuesday, May 24th. Come on out and hang with us. Have some Buffalo Wild it, Wings on us. Not only not for only. this one person. That one person. Yes. And, o- only. And, and Burp might buy you a beer, too. Uh, let's not get crazy. <laughs> I, I they, think they don't comp us the beers. <laughs> it's Annapolis, so there's a good chance uh, family comes. Is your wife going to come? My wife will be there, yeah. My wife probably will be. It's our anniversary. Oh, nice. So, uh, well, congratulations. I'll get, I'll get her some Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> my wife. Every will. wife's dream anniversary, uh-huh. Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be the first show my wife has heard, so I'm excited about it in five years of doing this podcast. Has what? Yeah. The, the first show my wife will be hearing. And, uh, and uh, She's come to our Buffalo Wild Wings before, hasn't she? She's come once before. She once. She went to the one at Arundel Mills. She went to the one at Arundel Mills I specifically friends. remember yeah. her being but there. But this will be her second show. I, I go to the Annapolis <laughs> location all the time. I think that's a great Buffalo Wild Wings. they got a great little setup in the bar area where we will be. So come join us Tuesday, May 24th. Awesome. We're playing the Astros that night. Or Orioles Astros. With that Altuve's guy at second base. Altuve. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you can call him Altuve. I'll learn his name when he's an Oriole. Looking ahead here. Well, <laughs> actually, before looking ahead, uh, I want to talk about a couple more guys. All right. Joey Rickard. Yeah. Yeah. He's been. He's, this is this guy's up and down. I don't know. What, what is this guy? Is he, is he good? Is he bad? Is he is he our leadoff hitter or should be on the bench? What's what's the deal with Joey Ricard? Is it, is it, how, how do we feel about him? Is it possible to just say he's fine? He it, doesn't have to be an all star. He's no Dexter Fowler, but he's not. We've had some bad outfielders. So real quick, he's hitting two sixty four. His on base is three one eight, which is not great. Three a three eighteen on base percentage. A slug in three seventy one, which is low. His OPS uh, was 690, uh, which which is low. If you want to get into, I, I know the nerds li- like to get into his, he, he doesn't have a very good war or UZR defensively, mm-hmm. or his runs created plus is not very good. Uh, so all the sabermetric stats say he's struggling. Even like the, the, the dummy stats, the average on base, is not really what you want to have from a leadoff hitter. Uh, defensively, he'll make great plays, but there's talk about he doesn't have a great arm. He mm-hmm. takes bad routes to the ball at times. 
Uh, Joey Rickard. A, a lot of things are going is going right with the Orioles. Are we okay with Joey Rickard as our as our leadoff hitter? Well, yeah, my first response was going to be depends on who you ask. Because if you, you're right, if you ask the nerds, the stat nerds, they're going to say he's terrible. Why is he still leading off? Why is he still playing the outfield? He's not that great. You know, the ma- the magic of the first two weeks of the season is a long worn off for Joey Rickard. Yeah, according to the numbers. Uh, but if you ask me, just as a casual observer, I mean, what's our other option? Hyunsu Kim, and and again, you could take the small sample size of the times that he's played, and I I don't even know, but the numbers for Kim may be better for that small sample size. But Kim's also shown us he can't hit it past the infield dirt. Well, what about what, right. what if you want to talk Reimold? small? Exactly. If you want to talk small sample size, you got to go Nolan Reimold. And Reimold, they're both playing every day. It seems like at least like the last week, it's always Reimold and uh, Rickard left. Yeah, they, right field. well, they've been doing some adjustments with Pedro Alvarez playing third at base a couple times, putting Trumbo in this DH and making some room for uh, Nolan Reimold. Yeah. So, I don't know. He's not costing us games at this point. You know, it's not Joey Rickard's fault that we only got two hits against Wade Miley on Tuesday night. Um, I'm fine with it for now, to be honest. The until a better option arises, he's he seems to be capable. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's one of those things where I think everyone is okay with him as long as we're winning because no one really there's not room to complain. Sure, but I'm just saying once we start to lose or not score as many runs. And Joey Ricard's not Ricard's not hitting. I'm telling you, he's gonna kind of be the scapegoat, the first one people po- point out at as the thing that needs to change. Even though I don't think there's a fundamental huge difference between Ryan Mode or Rickard batting leadoff, uh, I'm just saying he's gonna be the guy that people call 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 out that needs to change because you're already starting to hear it. I guess, but there's so many superstars in the lineup. Like it, it, we've we uh we're going into Wednesday night, won three of the past five games of this homestand. And uh, averaging four runs a game, and some of them were rinky dink little one run games. Like, if the whole team doesn't seem to be scoring many runs right now, yeah, except for an occasional solo home run, yeah. And again, I don't know what that has to do with Joey Rickard. What? Where's Manny Machado? Well, I would argue that that you kind of are making the point against Joey Rickard in that the solo home runs isn't it your job as yeah. a leadoff hitter to be on base for those home runs? Sure. Right. And a, and a 318 clip, 318 clip for uh, on base percentage for a leadoff hitter is is not good. Okay. It's not good. Yeah. I could uh, I could see that. I think Rymold can put up, you know, a, a 330, 340 on base percentage uh, even just playing average. Uh so I don't know. I think you can make an argument that Nolan and we talked about and this is why I think the most compelling argument is what Joey Rickard brings you coming off the bench as a pinch runner, as a defensive replacement. Yeah. I, I think Joey Rickard adds more coming off the bench than a Kim or a Reimold adds coming off the bench. So you'd rather see a Reimold and Trumbo outfield? And Jones, of course, center. Yeah. And I don't I don't buy, and I know all the stats say that Rickard's bad at defense. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And even if he's had some bad plays, we're talking about a guy who played Bowie, uh, not 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 at Bowie, but at the um, Durham, yeah, whatever he was, he it is. Double A. He was Double right, A for, last for, for Tampa Bay's team, and now you're asking him to come to the majors, play in a new stadium, play in the majors, and okay, the first month of the season or the first quarter of the season, his his defensive metrics are not as good as other players. Who's shocked by that? Yeah, we had Jason Garcia on the team last year. The same type situation where he made the huge jump. I think for him it was actually single A, but he made the huge jump, and we only used him when the game was twenty to nothing. Right. Joey Rick is actually playing every day. Certainly, there's going to be a large adjustment period. So, ask me how his defense is in 
in July and August. And Buck Showalter's smart. I think he's doing this with Rickard. I think he's doing this with Brian Mattis. He's not playing just for, for May. Uh, he, he, I mean, he's playing for August, September, October. He wants the best team in August, September. And maybe now, right. playing Rickard every day, well, not you don't have the best team in, in May, but with the experience that Rickard's getting, we'll, we'll have the guy. best team in September, and Rickard will be the best guy for the job in August and September. I like it. Right. I, I think that makes sense. I think we do have some guys in Norfolk, though, some outfielders that are kind of pounding a little bit on the uh, major league door. They can pound all they want. They're not coming. Norfolk? Norfolk outfielders? Like who? Uh, 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 Christian Walker. But they just put him in the outfield this year. And he's having a – yeah, and he's doing great out in the outfield. Also, uh, Henry Arredi is down there. Not anymore. Henry Arredi got sent down to double A, and Mike Ustrensky got oh, sent up to Norfolk. When did that happen? Uh, a couple of days ago. Oh. So Henry he, Rudy might be the nicest guy in the world, but he I'd seems be, really nice. I'd be perfectly fine if he never comes up to the major leagues again. Yeah, just saying, it, yeah. it's not good, not yeah. good. Yeah, I I feel the same way with all those outfielders, whether it's Daryl Alvarez or whether it's um, um, Trey Mancini or whether it's Christian Walker. They all seem like nice minor league players, but our major league roster is good. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if you want to replace Hyunsoo Kim with one of those guys. Who cares? Well, you can't. Kim's there. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's no room. You're not replacing Rymel can't go anywhere. Gyeongsu Kim can't go anywhere. Rickard can't go anywhere. So those players got to hope for the, the pothole theory or they're not. None of those outfitters are going to sniff the majors unless someone gets hurt. Yeah. Well, fortunately, we just keep winning. Then we really don't even need to worry about it. Exactly. Just keep winning. It, All I do is win, win, win. That's how the song goes, right? Yeah. You just broke it on the song. Right. Here. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's how the song goes. I think, yeah, that, I think there's another Drake? win in there. No, that's not Drake. No. no, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is either. I'm blank on the name, but it's it's certainly not Drake. We should. DJ Khaled. Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay. that intern probably knows. Yeah, he knows. He's shaking yeah. his head at me. Drake's got that. Uh, Featuring uh, he's T-Pain. got the the cell phone song. That's what I know. And yeah. he was on bling, SNL. Bling. Yeah, bling bling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intern's going crazy. <laughs> uh, all I know about Drake is just shaved his beard and now it's a new fad in Canada sh- to shave your beard since Drake did it. Right, because he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Just like Batista. Yes. Well, he's not Canadian, Canadian but he's not plays Canadian, on the but he plays on a Canadian baseball team. Yeah. yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. I can never get enough. And every time I step in the building, everybody hands go up and they stay there and they say, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Are you going to read the whole song for us? I just wanted to make sure because all I do is win, win, win. Well, that was funny about the Batista fight with Odor and the, 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 the Texas the, Rangers were chanting USA. Yeah, the, the fans. Yeah, and it was... That a, was a little ridiculous. It was, a, it was a fight between a guy, I think Batista's from the Dominican Republic. Right. And Odor, I think, is from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. So but, you got a Dominican Republic guy fighting a Venezuelan guy where, while the fans chant USA. <laughs> it's great. But it's, it's <laughs> typical. It, yeah, it's typical American fans. If that happened in Camden Yards, we would all do the same thing and chant USA. But it, but it would be different if the uh, Texas Rangers was made up of a bunch of guys from Texas, sure. and the Toronto Blue Jays was made up with a bunch of Canadians. Yeah, then it makes sense. Right, right. It's, but, it's but, not the Olympics. But how many but Canadians are on the Blue Jays? Team? None. I bet it's Zippy. Look I, it up, uh, intern. Uh, but it's enough that if they're going to make us listen to O Canada every time the Blue Jays come to Baltimore, then yeah, it's Canada versus America. I don't care. I do what Dwayne Wade does when the when the Canada when the Canadian anthem is playing. 
What does he do? He just shoots baskets. Like it's nothing. Oh, Dwayne yeah, Wade. Oh, okay. <laughs> For shooting baskets here in Canada. I, uh, he's, That's he what better, I do. I he just better shoot baskets. not step foot in Canada anytime soon. Tough crowd. Those, uh, those uh, polite Canadians may not take too kindly to Dwayne Wade. That's true. That's true. But we'll talk over the anthem. We don't care, care here on Section 336. We break all the rules. I got nothing wrong with Canada. I can do it. I got nothing against Canada. Yeah. I don't either. I can't think of anything bad from Canada. You ever been there? Yeah. I've been to uh, Niagara Falls. Yeah, I got a too. really bad echo. Do yep. you guys have that? I think it is the intern listening out in this. Oh, uh, do you see have the green intern. room? Can you turn your computer down a little bit? Yeah, it's annoying me, not here. the people listening. We can hear that. You guys ready to get to the ball bag? Yeah, let's do it. You're just a ball bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. Hey, ball bag. How you doing? What's your name again? It's ball bag and posh. You know, it's really hard to come up with some controversial topics when the Orioles are winning really well. And to try to find something we can argue about when the Orioles are winning well. Well, we already argued about Brian Mattis. Mm-hmm. Right. We can argue how good Manny Machado is. We can argue how many dongs Trumbo will hit. We can argue who's going to hit the most dongs, Trumbo, Machado, or Davis. We're going to have a dong competition come down. Hey, that's there. in one of my ball bags. We can start there. I wanted to talk dongs, but I didn't want to talk any of those guys that you listed. I wanted to talk about Jonathan Scope. Oh, talking about his dong? He's been having some nice dongs lately yep. at the park. <laughs> and the question is, do you think, are we looking at, Scope is another guy like Jones who started out really slow. Mm-hmm. Now with Scope and his his dongs, can we? He is two this on uh, Sunday? Sa- yeah. Saturday. And, and one of them was a grand slam. Yeah, that, yep. that was a fun game. That was sweet. Is, this, is he another guy who could get 30, 40 home runs? Uh, No. No, where, where where's his limit? Well, I was I I'm, I've been a little disappointed with with Scope and his his walk rate and 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 his strikeout rate. I thought based on what we saw in spring training, maybe he'd be right. walking a little more and striking out a little bit less. He's got the lowest walk rate on the team. Yeah, I think what is he has eight walks on the season. He has a walk rate of like uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, I think it, like three point six is his walk rate. I just looked it up. Which is what everyone used to give a hard time to Adam Jones last year. For this, for the walk rate, yeah, and this is, but this is like Manny Machado had a really low, high strikeout rate and low, low walk rate, and Manny Machado has improved it every year, and right. that's part of the reason Manny Machado has been so successful. And you kind of hoped, and what I saw in spring training, I thought, okay, maybe Scope will be taking the next step, but Scope hasn't taken that that next step as far as the walk rate, and until I think until he can be more selective at the plate, I still think he's upper twenties, maybe home run guy, uh, and until he becomes a more selective hitter. I don't see him making that, that is, next step. Is Manny Machado's growth um, going on at the same time overlapping with Jonathan Scope's growth, making Jonathan Scope look worse? Oh, I don't think it makes Jonathan Scope look worse. Or does it make us not appreciate that he does have a little bit of growth? I don't know. I'll take the If he's going to hit more than 20 home runs, I'll take it. From a second baseman? Yeah, and we're still talking about what? He's, he's, he's 25, I think? Yeah. Surrounded by a young guy. Surrounded by four or five other teammates that are going to hit at least 30, and you're going to hit 20 from your second baseman? Let's do, yeah, I got no problem with it. And yeah. this is, what, his third, fourth year? Yeah. Third and a half year? Yeah. And, so. and and you hope he's still improving, right? You hope he's still improving. But even Definitely. now, even now, the way he's, if he never gets any better than he is right now, 
you would take that over most second baseman in the league. Absolutely. Maybe not next to. I would rather have Josh's boy, perhaps. Altuvez. Altuvez. Uh, <laughs> Altuvez. <laughs> but outside of uh, Altuvez, uh, there's not many second basemen you would take over Scope. And but he's another guy, kind of like the whole lineup, where if you get hot, if you get streaky, he can carry the team for for a week or something. And we have a lot of guys like that. And that's it's always it's a question with Jones, like how hot will he get him for how long? And with Scope, how hot will he get him for how long? The, we got a lot of these streaky hitters. And so the potential is you're going to have some goose eggs. But you're also going to have some some games where everyone's hitting and you, you hit five home runs in a game like we've seen this year as well. All right. Well, I wanted to also talk about Machado and kind of what his ceiling is. If you take his stats now, he's very prime A-Rod-like, minus the steroids. <laughs> I mean, he's, a, he's an elite third baseman, above average shortstop, top five at bat, and 20 steal speed. But have, we haven't even seen the ceiling of this guy. This is... He's had one year where he's played the full year. Right. Is the ceiling of this guy, Machado, the best baseball player for his generation? What's his ceiling? I mean, it's been a while it's been since Cal Ripken since we've seen an Orioles MVP. I think this is the first guy that gives you a legit shot at the Orioles MVP. So we're talking about potentially the best player in I baseball. Think, I think right. Chris Davis was in the talk a couple of years ago. Yeah. He but, was he was in the but discussion. more as just a home run king. Yeah, you you're not going to – that's kind of the old way of thinking that you're going to win the MVP if you have the most home runs. That's right. not going to happen anymore. It's going to you know, it's gonna play into war, overall best player. Uh, and that's something I don't think Manny Machado was it was, was going to be part of it, the discussion. Uh, and, and that's something that I don't think gets enough credit is the position he plays. Right. Kasari playing uh, – what was Harper play? Right field or center? I right. He played right field. field. Yeah. I'm sorry. Playing shortstop, moving between thir- third baseman and shortstop is harder than playing right field. Sure. It is. You're involved in uh, 75% of the plays. Yeah, there's a reason <laughs> when we go to play softball, I play shortstop and the intern plays right field. I'm just saying oh, there's a reason. Burn. Throwing some shade right there. I apologize, intern. <laughs> but 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 I, I don't think Manny Machado gets enough credit for the position he plays and what he brings to it. And offensively, yeah, I mean, he he's in the discussion, I think, with with the young, great players like Chris Bryant, uh um, certainly Bryce, Bryce Harper, Harper Mar- Mark Trumbo, uh, Mark, Mike Trout, Mike Trout. Yeah. I think he's in that discussion and I wish he would get more credit, uh, when he's talked like that. I think Bryce Harper's kind of put another league and something, I don't understand what's exactly what's going on with Bryce Harper in Washington now. What, what is this walking three times a game? Yeah. Like every yeah. game now. Yeah. What, what, what? I don't understand what that is. It's national league baseball. Yeah. He's it's national league. You only have to face eight batters. Eight, yeah. eight hitters. So it's increasing so, kind of the myth of yeah, Bryce Harper. He's the next Barry Bonds. Manny Machado is not going to walk five times in a game because if you walk Manny Machado, you got to pitch to Adam Jones and Chris Davis. Right. right. You walk, walk him, you're, you're batting to Zimmerman or, or Murphy. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's a joke. Well, wasn't it that when that happened to Harper last weekend or two weekends ago? When he had. Zimmerman yeah. grounded into a double play almost every time. He, he left something like fourteen. It was something like fourteen or something yeah. men on base. It's ridiculous. So it'd be ridiculous to not walk him. Yeah. Until the Nationals can do anything about it. Yeah. And that you should walk Harper but, every but time. But the story is not Bryce Harper is so amazing, so we're going to walk him every time. It's the rest of the Nationals lineup sucks so bad, we're going to walk him every time. Yeah. Fair, if Manny yeah. Machado was hitting in Bryce Harper's position, uh, they would walk Manny Machado every time. You just can't walk Manny Machado as much. Right. Yeah. 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 You're right. right. But I'm just saying it increases this myth we have about Bryce Harper and the MVP certainly last year. Last year, Bryce Harper had a better year, I think, than, than Manny Machado. Um, 
But it's gonna be. It's just gonna be. It's fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch these young players. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a little bit of a shame that the Angels suck so bad, and that the Angels are on the West Coast because you never see the Angels play with Trout, uh, and he is certainly. Um, I think most people agree he's the best player in baseball right now. I like the the more I see of Harper, I've grown to like him more and Me more. Me too. I started too. off. I started off disliking him quite a bit. Yeah. And a bit he, arrogant. He's, he's grown on me more. Yeah. Uh, and un, until his contract with the Nationals is up and he theoretically goes to some other team. Yankees. Right, yeah. Until he goes to the Yankees, we if won't a, see him on an American League. If it's an American League team, then I'll change my opinion. But uh, Are you going to um, – Unless it's us. That would be great. Right? Right? That would solve our right field problem. In 2019, what, 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 what are you guys' thoughts? Where do you think the Yankees will finish with a three-hitter – in Machado and a four hitter in Harper. How do you think the Yankees will will, will do that year? <laughs> uh, well, maybe it'll be like the Mike Mussina thing, where they take our star player and then they don't win any championships with him. I'm I'm thinking Machado stays. It's a, we're so long ways off, but I think he stays around. Right now, Machado has 50 hits, <coughs> and of those 50 hits, 15 are doubles and 11 are home runs. Wow! So half of his hits are for extra bases. Yeah, yeah. He's hitting the, he's hitting the ball hard. And if you uh, if and you if you look at the 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 wuzzle wuzzle as far as exit velocity because they got that new stat with exit velocity how hard the ball c- comes off right. the bat he's at the top he's he's near the top of the league with with that as well right I, I'm gonna be a proponent for the Orioles resigning Machado and getting Bryce Harper how about that what do you think about that I, I I'm gonna I like that I'm idea. gonna stick on the Bryce Harper hatred camp oh. though there's little things that bring me over to it. Like his uh, haircut? No, his haircut pushed me away from liking Bryce uh, Harper. I'm going back to it. Him playing softball on the uh, down in DC, the Washington Monument, and the that monument, was cool. That brings me into the like Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Him getting choked out last year. That was cool. That brings was cool. me onto the like cool. like like uh, Bryce Harper. The make baseball great hat brings fun. me to that's, that's cool. fun. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe I'm starting to like Bryce Harper. Well, they make baseball fun again, right? It's make baseball fun again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about that kind of stuff. Speaking of free agent signings, I was thinking about the the the, the, the this week. The big outfielder to sign a free agency this year was Jason Hayward. Yes, in Chicago. Yeah, he's putting up that about that 230 stat. Yeah. He's right. he's struggling. He's well, remember how bad we wanted Justin Upton too? He's not doing much for Detroit. Well, how about Detroit? Who were kind of the big winners of the offseason mm-hmm. um, in signing Zimmerman to, to pitch, um, Jordan Zimmerman, and then signing um, Justin Upton. And they've been struggling there this year. They're under 500 this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it, I mean, it's not all about all about well, signing guys. Brad Ausmus is on the hot seat. He is. Though, though the Cubs signing Dexter Fowler was a good move for them. Yeah, He's but, having a great season. Yeah, but they signed him for $8 million. They're huge guy, Jason Hayward. Yeah. And all the nerds are, are still going to say Jason Hayward's awesome. Even when he bats two thirty, I don't understand how that works. But they'll, they'll they'll tell me he's worth every cent, even batting two thirty. Well, he's got to be worth something because they only they still have, they don't even have ten losses yet this year. I know it's true. And even if he's only batting two thirty, he's contributing to not losing. By yeah. the way, Joey Rickert, I I, had, I brought up Manny Machado having fifty hits, fifteen doubles, and all that. Mm-hmm. You know how many hits Joey Rickert has? I don't know, Josh. How many hits he's does still, Joe Rickard He's still like in the top 15 of baseball or in the American League. He's, no, he's no, got, no, no, He's got 37 hits. Oh, never mind. Six doubles, three home runs. Okay. Seeing less pit, He's had less at-bats than Trumbo or Machado, who were the two guys ahead of him. Right. So, I mean, as much as people love to hate Rickard, he's doing okay. Well, I think Rickard's doing like a guy who played double A last year. Uh, it's up and down. The, all I know is Get used to it. 
based on what I saw at our Section 336 night at the Yards last uh, Friday night. Yeah, I forgot that. It was this past I Friday. saw a boatload of Rickard jerseys at Camden Yards. Did you? He's selling Were jerseys. people wearing? Baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wearing. Like, even, like, embroidered ones. So I saw jerseys and jerseys. So it's probably just Twitter right now that's hating on Rickard. It's the, it's the nerds, it's but the that's nerds. fine. They, that's why we love them. That's why we follow the nerds on Twitter and stuff. Well, that's what makes guys like Manny Machado so special. Us n- normal hardcore baseball fans love him, and, and the, the nerds, nerds love him. They're, yes, they're, yes. He's one of those baseball players, uh, and this is true, I guess, for most of the top players. Mass appeal. Yeah, when everyone, the, the nerds like to say how awesome he is, and just regular dudes watching baseball, regular <laughs> fans, not nerds watching through the nerd, watching through our nerd glasses, just regular fans also can say how awesome he is. All right, well, what We're is, all in agreement. What is the nerd stance on Toronto Blue Jay, newly acquired... Jimmy Paredes. Do the nerds like him? Well, I think I mean he can hit the ball, but he he can't um he can't play the field. Yeah, I think the nerds and the regular dudes can all agree that he sucks. Oh yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah. No one thinks Jimmy Paredes is good. He he was he's right up there with the other guys from Norfolk that you just named. You Henry know, Arudia. 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Like they're classic triple a ball players right and 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 toronto blue jays love our triple our four a baseball players yeah. good for good for them well the only team that loves, loves them more than the blue jays our cast offs are the phillies who who also tried to get them and could not get them oh did they attempt them too yeah yeah do the phillies have former orioles well the mcfarland mcfail's up there oh, so yeah. he he's he they've they go with more of the executive line i'd say it's the braves probably have most former orioles of anybody yeah with bud norris jim johnson nick marcakis is it a coincidence that they also are the worst team in baseball is is that a coincidence their managers uh, got fired right yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw someone try to make an argument that since nick marcakis went to the braves they've had losing seasons mm-hmm. and i don't think that person understands that before nick marcakis got to the braves they sucked, yeah. and they now have been. They're in the process of tanking, like they are right. losing on purpose. Right? Is he still the best player on their team, Marquez? He is. Interesting. He leads the team in RBI, uh-huh. even though he has zero home runs. Wow. <laughs> I think he's top of batting average too. I think Freeman's another good player for them. Um, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. I think he has like eight dongs. So he's a good player. They also have a couple pitchers. Turan, I think his name is Tyrannosaurus Rex. Julio Turan is is a good pitcher. Bud Norris is just an absolute stud locked down. Of course. Ace. All right. A question that came over on the Section 336 show Twitter a little bit ago. Now that Odor has uh, punched Batista, which Oriole do you think would be most likely to punch Batista? I answer- not, not after the fact. I guess oh. more in, right, the, right. in the situation. Which Oriole do you think would be the most likely? If. In our chat room, it was put, if it was an Oriole that punched Batista, who do you think it would be? Who is the player most likely to punch Odor right. for an Oriole player? Now, I put it here in the chat room. I wrote, uh, it's hard to think of a personality on our team capable of that behavior. Yeah. But I think if you got his temper heated enough, uh, I could see Machado doing it. He's, he's shown a temper. There, yeah. There's two players on the team who have shown, I think, the most tempers. Uh, one is Machado. The other one, who's gone through quite a bit of bats when he's struggling, mm-hmm. Chris Davis has been known to break bats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think I'd like to see him break a few faces. I'm just saying, <laughs> if I would pick anyone to have one shot at Batista, I bet Batista doesn't say he'll take a bigger man to knock me down if Chris Davis takes a shot at him. Yikes. Well, that's a concussion. Chris, <laughs> da- Chris Davis or Mark or Mark Trumbo swinging at you is a concussion. There'd be a couple of teeth coming out. 
I, I think I think it's a lesser guy who uh, I I would go with Ryan Flaherty <laughs> just because they have had a they're, little history they're, they're yelling at each other. They've jawed back and forth, yeah. They've jawed back and forth at each other. Not a guy you'd say, I want to see him in a fight, but a guy who's at least has a little history with Batista. Of course, there's always O'Day. Oh, yeah, He's yeah. a wild and, card. And mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see. I wonder if you can do that that uh, that sidearm t- into an uppercut. Yeah, you can yeah, get yeah. A, some nice action mm-hmm. right under the chin. Just kind of wind it up. Oh, uh-huh. you can. Oh, right. you can. That was my Street Fighter 2 impression. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like a video game hit. Oh, you can. Are, are you guys okay with his, uh, speaking of a day, you guys okay with his, his comments? He, he, man, gave it to the umps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a horrible call. There's the horrible guy, calls all the time. Yeah. All the time, yeah. You, but, there, you, shan't, you can't give up back-to-back true. home runs, though. Yeah, it's, right. It's not the umpire that threw the pitch to him. Now, he did acknowledge. He's acknowledged. He said, I, I made the bad pitches. Right. I gave it to home runs. But he also said it was a terrible call. I, I would like egregious. I think it was. I would like to see embarrassing. I would like to see Buck make a bigger deal at the moment of after that call. I guess, but it, what does it do? It's a late in the game. You're up by a run. You don't right. want to get tossed. Then you don't want to make a big deal. I don't know. I don't know. I th- I think umps. I think managers. We just saw. We just saw the Tigers manager cover up home plate with his sweater. Yeah. I think when managers throw fits like this, it pumps up the team. It could also cause a the pitcher on the mound like O'Day a chance to either calm down or a chance to or it'll hype him up more to throw harder and, and blow it with a with a bad bad pitch. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I really don't believe in that hyping up or, or anything like that. But I do think it's entertaining. And so I like to see it. And if you're O'Day, really he shouldn't have said those comments about about the ump, but I mean I am a competitive, hot headed guy too. Sure. So I don't knock the guy. I would do that all the time if I was if I was a play, baseball player. I would rip everybody. Yeah, especially if I had the money to pay the fine. I just rip everybody. I don't care. I would get because I get I get pissed off. Even as a fan, <laughs> I get pissed off watching it. And everyone in there who's judging O'Day saying, "O'Day, you can't. O'Day, you really can't say that." They're the same people on Twitter who rip everybody on Twitter. Uh, so so don't tell me that if you're in his, his position, you want to get angry too, and every now and then just let loose. This is not a typical O'Day thing. And if you listen to the entire quote. Like, he qualifies all the comments. But, obviously, he still should not have said it, but who can blame him? I'm not I'm not throwing stones from my glass house. So, this weekend, Matt, you and I are going to head down to see the Frederick Keys on Saturday night. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. On, Absolutely. In, uh, up in Frederick. It is superhero night. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, you're going to dress up? Uh, no. You know, like a superhero? Come on. Come <laughs> no, on. Let's dress up as superheroes. Up. I'm not dressed. I'll dress up as myself. You don't have a Superman they, t-shirt or something? They are giving away the bobblehead Iron Manny mm. bobblehead of Manny Machado in a Iron Man costume, which made me think, shouldn't they do an entire series of just superhero Manny so we can have Ant Manny, Super Manny? I got a question. Bat Manny. Why is it Iron Manny? But everyone knows the moniker Iron Man goes to Cal Ripken. Right. It's, what it's what does silly. Manny Machado have to do with the Iron Man? Don't know. They should have done. There's so many superheroes that end in man. They almost all end in man. Yeah. What superhero best uh, personifies Manny Machado? There you go. See, that's what, uh, that's the ball bag question right there. <laughs> right. I would have gone with Superman. Supermanny. I see. I think of Superman as more of a big. I guess Superman guy. is more of like a Chris Davis style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Chris Davis is also the Hulk. Yes, he is. Um. So, I don't know. I'd lean towards like a uh, Mr. Fantastic. Of course, that doesn't end. That in doesn't man. end in man. <laughs> Mr. Manny Tastic. Oh, how about how about <laughs> Batman? 
Yeah, or Spider-Man. I mean, I mean he he's, plays uh, baseball with bats. Why don't you go with Batman? Oh, I like Spider-Man better. Spider- Spider-Man because he's kind of quick with his feet. I, I like I like Spider-Man. He's yeah, I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Too. He's lean. Yeah, I, I mean we yeah we got some friends over at the Keys. We need to we need to get them on the phone and tell them Iron Man. What happened? Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's Cal Ripken. It's Cal Ripken. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm an with insult you, to Cal Ripken for yeah. earning the Iron Man status. They're just going to give it to Manny. Hey Manny, yeah. you played 162 games. Congratulations, you're the new Iron Man of baseball. Yeah, right. or, or no. maybe or maybe it's a shot at his two iron knees. Maybe that's a reference to his two metal knees. Well, that would be like uh, uh like a six million dollar man knee. He should be the Winter Soldier with that metal arm. But that again doesn't end in man. Yeah, I mean you, you can go Cap Manny America, Captain America. Right, <laughs> stupid. I think Spider Spider Manny's the winner. <laughs> I think we all agree he they can do better than Iron Manny. They yeah, yeah, do yeah. Better than that. Step up your game, Frederick. Seriously, well, that's the ball bag. That's the ball bag. I forget you had a you had a question you brought up earlier for the ball bag, and when I I forgot to jot it down. Well, it was going to be that one about who would who on our team would punch Batista. Okay. Yeah, we did to get another one here in the chat room. This would be easy. And there was one we talked about and said we'd get to, and I forgot about the, it. The uh, I believe it's our friends at Barstool. Maybe a couple other people have been promoting the uh, hashtag Dong City. Uh, okay. Who would you say is the mayor of Dong City? Oh, the mayor of Dong City? Yeah, yeah. It, right now, it's Mark Trumbo. Oh, it's Chris Davis. Oh, see, there you go. You can't, you can't be the mayor of Dong City if you only hit Dongs every once in a while. No, but he's been you, – you, you can't have a guy walk in one month and all of a sudden there, there's a new Dong mayor in town. Well, he's established himself year after year to be the mayor. All right, I Chris, guess so. Chris Davis is actually up to bat right now, and because of this conversation, I guarantee you he hits a home run right now. Uh-oh, all right, all right. Zany let's hold it on that. If Chris Davis hits <laughs> a home run right now, he is the mayor of Dong City. Well, he's got Hyunsu Kim at third. If he does not hit a home run right here. Joey Rickards at second base. We're, we're sticking him as the deputy. We got a 2-2 count with two outs. We're going to see the Frederick Keys. We're excited to watch um, a, Jonah a friend Heim. of the show. Jonah Heim. You know who also plays with the, 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 the Frederick Keys is Josh Hart. That made me think of um, Buck Showalter and this whole story. Remember where f- he made Josh Hart write a, a, book a, a book report on Frank Robinson. Interesting. Um, well, which, I, re- which, I remember that, yeah. Which, which reminds us of Bert's wife, our sister. What also. about her? Well, uh, she took a tour of Camden Yards last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did uh, that tour and, a couple years right. ago. And, well, do you remember the... Did, Some embarrassing text we, messages we got, were Yeah, sent. we got an embarrassment text. Do you remember? Were you on this text thread? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. I believe I believe the que- the comment was, I, I never knew Frank Robinson was black. Was that what it was? She always or thought they were that, brothers. I didn't know that Brooks and Frank were not brothers. It was, it was some confusion with the Robinsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Meet the Robinsons. Mrs. Robinson? Mr. and Mr. Robinson. There was some confusion there. Right. Uh, but it, it was another testament to, to Buck Showalter. I think we talk a lot about the X and O's of Buck Showalter. Uh, but Buck Showalter, we started the show with him acknowledging Brooks Robinson, having the conversation. Just so excited to talk to Brooks Robinson. And the whole thing with Frank Robinson and, and Josh Hart. I mean, we really have, as Oriole fans, have a treat, a treasure in Buck Showalter. Not just his in-game stuff, but how he's really bought into the whole culture and and uh, of, of Orioles baseball and the history of Orioles baseball, sure, total buy-in. We, really, we, we are we are hashtag blessed to have Buck Showalter as our manager. Well, and we said, what was it, uh, 2014 when we made it to the ALCS? You know, that was a magical season. And I remember making comments into the postseason before we were eliminated. But you know, Buck has made such an impact on Baltimore and on the Orioles. Uh, you know, he if we would have gone to the World Series, if we'd have won that World Series. 
he it would have reached uh, statue plaza status. Oh, oh yeah, if he wins the World Series, he's there. He, he, oh yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a lot. It's him and Earl Weaver. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, he he reaches Earl Weaver platitudes if we win a World sure. Series with him. Absolutely, sure. he Absolutely. has he has completely turned this team around. The problem is, it's going to be the year after he leaves when we do find the World not. Series, and some hobo former first base coach will be. You know, managing and he'll he won't deserve a statue though. Wayne Kirby? Yeah. What? Oh, I'd love to have Wayne Kirby. <laughs> Can you imagine how much fun that? I, I guarantee the Pies will be back. <laughs> They'd have a grill in the dugout. The 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 <laughs> Oakland A's brought out the Pies this week. Oh yeah. But yeah, it kind of made me a little sad. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's why. I mean, we talk about the brawl for the Orioles. The Orioles aren't getting any brawls. They can't even throw a pie in someone's face. They're not going to get any brawls. Someone get hurt. Uh, so Chris Davis got 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 a walk. He didn't get a home right. run, which That's means okay. it's a chance for the new mayor to take over. Every time I look at Hyunsu Kim, he's running around the baseball field. He's like the Flash. I just saw him slide in second yeah. base. I look up again. Hyunsu Kim is sliding to home. Yeah. The he man's everywhere. Just scored on a wild pitch. He's sliding in everywhere. And People can hate on him for not the for not accepting the uh, request for him to go to AAA, but he's done nothing. Nothing to uh, discourage people. I, I think he's he's fun to watch. Yeah. And every time you look up, he's on base running yeah. around. Seriously. Every time he's in the game. So what? He can't hit it past the dirt. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I can't, I've said that three times. I've been joking, but I literally have not seen him hit a ball to the outfield yet. <laughs> has it happened? Because if it has, it's been a game I haven't watched. Kim. It's Kim. always a ground ball well, through the dirt. That it's either it's an infield hit. It's either. It might, well, no, you've seen the ball on a, uh, a ground ball go to the outfield, though. He's had a couple yeah. of those. So Kim, I, not that I've seen. He's had a couple of those. <laughs> Kim has somebody sent me a gif of it. <laughs> Kim, Kim has played in twelve games. Yeah, he, he has eleven hits and three walks. But he, but yeah, but some of those have been late in the game. Yeah, so he's got he's got he's, a batting average like four hundred. Uh, yeah, see. look it up. He's like four hundred. Look it up. All right, the man's three ninety three. Yeah, he's 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 all he does is get on the base. little bit of the little bit of attention he gets from Buck. He 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 plays. Yeah. He, All he, it does is get 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 on base base base. He's like the reverse scenario of Brian Mattis. Brian Mattis, we see a small sample size. We want to get him out of here. Mm-hmm. Kyun Kid, we see a small sample size. Play play play. <laughs> we want him to play. Both guys are. Kim is not as good as hitting four hundred. Mattis is not as good as a twelve ERA. Both guys are somewhere in between. Nobody's as good as a twelve ERA. Now keep in mind though, Brian Mattis is I think still the record holder. Of worst ERA by a starter. I think he still has that under his belt. Like <laughs> wow. the worst ever ERA let's, by a starter. Let's hope he holds that for a nice long time. Now he could. Maybe he's going for 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 the uh, the worst ERA as a starter and the worst ERA as a bullpen guy. Maybe he wants both those things under his belt. Maybe. Speaking of worst. Good for him. Uh-oh. Intern time. Time for thoughts, corrections, fun facts, analyses with our world's worst intern. Hey, intern. Hey, what's up? Hi. What you got for us today, intern? So, I found out that last year Nolan's rival on base percentage was 344, which is actually better than Rickard's current on base percentage this year of Uh-oh. 318. Okay. How, how much? Slightly better. Did Nolan Rimel play in many games last year? Wasn't he in Toronto part of last year and stuff? I think that was two years ago. I don't Played in like. S- 58 games. It's hard to keep track of where Nolan Ryan. Right, Sometimes he's games. in Sarasota on rehab, it seems like, or he's Thank hurt at home, you. or he's in Toronto. The man gets around. Yeah, because it was last year in Sarasota when we were trying to have an interview with him. and, and uh, Yeah. So he was with the Orioles organization all I guess. Year. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. when he was back. Yeah. I'm just completely shocked that Dylan Bundy and Nolan Reimold are still healthy somehow. Good yeah, job. Good 20, job, those uh, guys. 15, Nolan Reimold played 61 games for the Orioles. There you go. Had that 344 on-base percentage. 
And Jonathan's scope is 24, not 25. Nice. Even better. Even better. One year more, younger. More time to grow. And fun fact, out of all the qualifying players for the Orioles, Joey Rickard actually holds the third highest batting average. Is that true? Wow. That is. Qualifying. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So Reimold and Kim, I assume, wouldn't qualify for that. No. According to the Orioles' website, it goes Machado, Trumbo, Rickard. Yeah, yeah. He's got the third highest batting average on yep. the team, okay. is what he's saying, right? Yeah. Qualifying guys. Qualifying. Because Kim and Ryan would hire. Because Kim is killing enough. it. And I do have a correction about softball. <laughs> okay. I said I play, I play shortstop, you play right field. Yeah. I play uh, left center, and I didn't allow any pass balls. And here's a fun fact. How many I balls I allowed three to? pass balls this past week. Wait, what? Josh cut you off. What was that last part? I think it was a, I think it was a knock at you. I, I said a fun fact. Matt allowed three pass balls in softball this oh, past week. Oh, no. I believe they were back-to-back-to-back to back to back in, like, the ninth inning or whatever softball. It's the seventh inning. There was a little bit of controversy at the softball game. First of all, every single – you look at my errors this season at shortstop, and I get a Go whole lot ball. more action a lot more action than the intern does over there. But every error has been with the girls' ball. The girls' ball. Who's playing with two balls? I get a big ball, <laughs> and I love to wrap my hand around the big softball. Big old ball. I'm comfortable with it. I like my big ball. Most most, most people play with two balls. And then, normally they're the same size. Yeah, and then they throw this little ball, and I'm like, okay, I'm used to grabbing my big ball, and here comes a tiny little ball. I don't know what to do with it. But and so, do you know yeah, about, do you know about the errors. girl ball, Bert? The girl ball? The girl yeah, ball. So it's a separate girl ball. Because you play in a co-ed league? Yeah, it's a co-ed league. So the girl ball is smaller, and I guess it's wound tighter, so it pops off the bat stronger. But there's this weird thing that it's so much smaller. It's between a baseball and a softball. So when you pitch, it feels weird. Or when you the ball is hit to you and you have to transition from your glove to your hand, it's not what you're used to. Right. So it's it's very odd. Well, and I've always I've been accused of playing baseball or softball like a girl. So next time I go up to bat, I'm going to say I identify as a girl when I play softball. So give me the girl's <laughs> ball. Yeah. We, Little pop culture reference there. Huh? Bert's having trouble with his buttons today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Girl ball is definitely a problem. Yeah, it's a problem for me. Good job, intern. Good job, intern. Good job, bro. Intern keeping a record of my past balls. Wow. He's counting out there. And he plays right field. It's a good place, you know, where, way out where the dandelions grow. Remember <laughs> that song? I do, I do. Was it an old Pizza Hut commercial or something? All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. You can follow us on the Twitters at Section336, the show. You can also like us on Facebook. Just search for us on Facebook. If you search Section336, that's S-E-C-T-I-O-N space 3, 3, the number 3. No. There's no space. Section. If you search on Facebook. If you search on Facebook. There's still no space. Section. Well, you can. I think you can do it with or without the space. Then the number three, followed by the number three, followed by the number six, section 336. You can follow us on Facebook where we have a bunch of great posts like our shows. Come to Buffalo Wild Wings next Tuesday. Buffalo Napa's. Wild Wings next Tuesday. 630. Thank you for the iTunes reviews. Thank you for everyone who joined us on Night at the Yards. It's a fun night. It was fun. Doing another in August. Fun fireworks. I think I left before the fireworks. I don't even remember. I did too. I saw him walking through <laughs> yeah, the it was, it was me. Eric and Daniel nice. hanging out watching the fireworks. Really? You stuck around? Yeah, me and Eric and Daniel. Everyone else left. Shout out to those guys. Uh, my kids don't like fireworks, but they like them from the parking lot. Not as loud. <laughs> okay, I like them up close and personal. I got some pictures, too. 
Um, I saw a double rainbow this weekend in Rehoboth. I should have talked about that on the show. <laughs> it was the most amazing thing A I've double ever rainbow? Seen. What do you mean? Yeah. You know, like two a rainbow on top of two a rainbow. Rainbows. I'll show you a picture after the show. I can't wait to see that. Blew my mind. Wow. That's what Instagram's for, Bert. I Instagrammed it. Okay. Follow me at Bert Rohde on Instagram. <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Section336. You can follow Bert. I just said at Bert Rohde on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, the same one. Same thing. You see Instagram, I'm Matthew Sroka. Uh, on Twitter, I'm 336. I go, everything is just Bert Rohde. Keeps it simple that way. My email, Bert Rohde at Bert Rohde. <laughs> you know to put on My cell yours. phone number, 443 Bert Rohde. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's too many numbers there. It's close. <laughs> I'm with Bert. Bert Rohde. Uh, you, can, you can find me on anything at Josh Soroka. Just you, like Bert. You can text me at. <laughs> All right. You can follow him on Twin on Tinder or what's the other one you're on? Grinder. Just yes. search at Burt Rohde. Yep. You probably Grindr. won't find me, but good luck. Yeah. If you want to search <laughs> for a good time, don't type good time. Just type Burt Rohde and you'll find a good time. Yeah. Google me. Um, <laughs> at Burt Rohde. At Burt Rohde. <laughs> you can also follow the intern. At WW Intern. Ooh, nice pause, intern. But I want to recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Section 336 is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com.